Hey, everybody. Welcome again to another episode of We Talk Photo. I'm one of your hosts, John Peterson, and with me, as always, is Jack Graham. How are you doing today, Jack? John, doing really good, and I'm real excited about what we're going to be talking about today. Yeah, we've got a we've got an interesting guest today, and it's it, it kind of sparked a little conversation between Jack and I about doing a regular series on this podcast of bringing folks on the program who you might not have heard of before. You know, in, in, in the past, we've brought a lot of folks on that everybody knows about, you know, Scott Kelby, Guy Tal, Sarah Marino, uh, Colleen Miniak, you know, all these names of, of people that uh, have been, have enjoyed some success in the, in the photography industry. So we would like to start introducing folks into the industry or to our audience who maybe you might not have heard of. And kind of the impetus for this idea is our first guest today who reached out to Jack and I, who introduced himself and said, you know, he's an aspiring photographer or practicing photographer and and has been on another podcast and would we consider having him as a guest? And uh, Jack and I looked at his work and, and talked about it and said, for sure, we would love to have this person on our program. And so we arranged it and, and got him here. And so calling in and chatting with us from the East Coast is Mr. Cody Schultz. How you doing today, Cody? I'm doing well. How about you guys? Hey, couldn't be better. You know, I, I typically, when we are going to interview someone or talk, not even like the word interview, talk with someone, um, I, I tr even the folks that I know, um, I, I kind of like to see what they're doing currently and just so we, you know, we're on kind of the same page. But I purposely, Cody, didn't do that um with with you because I, I think I'm really excited about this and I, I just really want to be surprised and have any questions I may have come off the top of my head in other words I, I didn't really prepare for this on purpose and that, that's yeah. it. so Cody why don't you why don't you give our audience a, a brief rundown of, of who you are and what makes you tick yeah, so I'm Cody Schultz. I am a black and white photographer. I started photography back in uh, 2014, and I picked up the camera because of mental health. Uh, I was starting to struggle with depression and anxiety, and I needed something to uh, help express myself and to help cope with that. So uh, I started off with a little bit of portrait photography, a little bit of everything, I think, as uh, most people do. And then I moved into landscape photography because I found that high school peers were not the most reliable individuals in <laughs> terms of uh, having them model for me. <laughs> so uh, I started doing some landscape nature photography, a lot of waterfalls. And then in 2017, I decided I wanted a challenge. I didn't feel that I was being challenged enough with photography because I had the basics down pretty quick. And so I decided, you know what, I'm going to try to go Ansel Adams style with black and white. And that really stuck a lot more than what I thought it would have. And so that's kind of why or how I got into black and white photography. But then from there, 
again, I felt like I needed a challenge. I was getting tired of constantly being in front of a screen and spending hours editing or calling through hundreds of photographs from a weekend trip. So I decided to give film a try, and I have been using a large format 4x5 film camera since 2019. Nice. uh, I see that. I'm looking at that that big, big box on your tripod. Good for you. (laughs) Yeah, I'm tempted to go uh, 8x10, but uh, the cost of it is a little intimidating. You know, it's a funny thing in in the digital photography um, arena. There's this constant argument about sensor size, you know, APS-C versus full frame versus that. You know, back, and this is now I'm dating myself, back when, you know, I first got into photography, if you were shooting like a 4.5 or a 6.7 camera, people would look at you. they say, boy, you're not a real photographer. You're not using 8 by 10 you know? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't think that all uh, sensor size debate ever uh, went away. I think that song got no. stuck. Now, one of my dear friends, and you probably know who he is, if you know who Guy is, uh, is uh, Michael Gordon. You yep. know Michael? Yep. And um, Michael carries a big camera with him, and he also carries a digital camera with him. And um I don't know which one he uses more, but he does some great work, and and uh, you're to be commended for going to that amount of effort. Yeah, that uh, 25 pound backpack—that's really what uh, keeps me from going any bigger than a four by five. Especially, yeah. I mean, I'm not yeah. doing in, over on the East Coast here. We don't have big mountains or anything that we're really climbing up, but still, it's uh, can be a pain. John, this is what you can do when you're 23, John. I know, I know. Yeah, so so folks out there, if you guys were wondering about Cody, he is uh, he's in his last year of college, believe it or not. And uh, and his work, though, if you if you look at his work and look at his website, which I'll post on our show notes up on our on our website, take a look at his stuff. And you will see insight and wisdom far beyond his years. In Thank my you. Opinion. Yeah, you bet. You know the the other thing about uh, about shooting film and especially large format film is, uh, you know, if you come home with two or three frames, it's a successful day. Oh yeah, that was the biggest thing for me, and why I wanted to go four by five was just, I like I said, I'd come home with even 10, 20 photographs, and then I'd be sitting trying to decide which one, and they're the same composition but slight differences. And I, I got tired of just sitting in front of the computer all the time. I'm like, I, if I come home with two photographs from a day trip or if I come home with none at all even, I'm happy because I'm out there enjoying the process more than ever. Mm-hmm. That's the thing, enjoying the process. And, and the, one of the things that Jack and I continually preach is slowing down. And I would imagine shooting medium or large format like that, you're, you're moving pretty slow. You have no choice, John. Yeah, exactly. You have no choice. <laughs> you know, and plus, I, what's it cost these days to, uh, per, 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 including your, not, not with the gear, but just, the film and the, you do your own pro- developing or yeah you, i develop i develop at home um yeah you're you're looking about like five bucks a, a sheet yeah. something like yeah. that and that there you go tough, john but, that, yeah. that'll slow you down forget forget a tripod or anything else five dollars a, a click that'll yeah slow you down really fast mm-hmm. 
really fast. Mm-hmm. But that's a it's a it's a it's a good thing, and you know, it it coming from the perspective from someone, um, you know, that that is your age. I, I'm 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 <laughs> I'm quite frankly blown away. <laughs> So Cody, yes, uh, oh, go ahead. Speaking on that whole uh, five dollars a click, this past uh, this past May, my girlfriend and I went to Acadia for the first time, and I exposed about I think it was like forty sheets up there over a week. That was the most I have ever uh, photographed in one constrained period on uh, four by five, and wow. it's a shame too because. Out of those forty, I think I'm keeping about maybe five. Yeah. Well, th- th- if you keep five out of forty, you had a great. Uh, oh yeah. Great experience. <laughs> <laughs> it was great, but uh, looking at it monetarily, that's uh, about two hundred bucks <laughs> that I spent <laughs> to keep yeah. fifteen bucks worth of uh, or twenty bucks worth of film isn't uh, the best. You know, I just rewrote uh, an article. I had a. Um, I, I was I was involved on the board of directors at Napa and know a, a lot of the people there and the the person who runs the blog um, sent me an email and he said this article you wrote on making a living as a nature photographer is is has been up on our website for years and it's one of the most read articles that I felt like say well maybe either nobody reads your, <laughs> your <laughs> website or um it needs to be updated so i updated it and i just finished it's 27 pages i i'll send you a copy of it cody yeah for sure um, i'd love to take a read and uh you know you, at 200 dollars, I, I don't know how your girlfriend felt about that but i guarantee <laughs> you um you didn't eat in one of the better restaurants in bar harbor that night uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, wasn't uh, paying attention much to the money while I was up there, though. So that was a nice thing. It wasn't until afterwards. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, just you, you, what, you know? I mean, what, what do you, what do you get out of what you're doing? I mean, you're, you're, you're 23, and when you're 23, there's eight million things that that folks do. I mean. How did you get to be so? You didn't. Your work is so good that you didn't. Um, you didn't just pick up a camera and started doing what you're doing. Maybe you could just take us through your developmental stage and how you got to where you are now. Even though, you know, it's not been that long ago. It's been you're on you're on uh, steroids here. <laughs> it's been about seven years since I picked up uh, my first DSLR camera. Um, as like a professional, so to speak, pursuit of it. Um, I honestly couldn't really say what exactly I'm doing that, uh, in your words at least, makes my work as good as you believe it to be. I mean, I'm still, as an artist, I'm still very uh, young in my career as well. And I still feel as though looking at a lot of my work, I have a very long way to go to get to the level that some of these other real well-known photographers are at. Well, you know, again, and I wrote this in that that article. Um, and John, you, I, I, we've talked about this a long time ago. I for many, many, many times. Um, you know, back prior to about two thousand eight, when the internet became 
the vehicle to get kind of get known and develop some kind of credibility and some kind of a name in this business. You know, there was no social media there. AOL was like e- the only email you had. And, you know, unless you wrote for outdoor photography or some of the magazines, nobody, you know, you couldn't establish any kind of credibility. And then all of a sudden you, here comes the internet and everybody can be found all over the world. And, and, and uh, you know, um, it's really amazing to see the dedication from someone your age who who you know i mean who was your inspiration i mean you you know what what got what what got you going in this well once i started with uh landscape photography and started to focus on that more um my biggest inspirations were ben horn and uh Thomas Heaton on uh, on YouTube and their videos, mm-hmm. uh, particularly Ben, especially uh, as I start to develop more as a photographer, uh, because of his slow down approach, his more thoughtful uh, process. And then from there, uh, the other real big one was Guy Tall. I mean, he came into my life in a way through uh, my purchase of, of More Than a Rock, and that. Com- completely changed my mindset and that was back in uh, 2019 in December of 2019 that was a major uh, catalyst for my photography as it is, as it stands now well he'll be really happy to because he, he listens to these podcasts guys uh, in fact we, we I think he's up live now right am yep, I correct yep, yep. Uh, current episode uh, with him is up yeah. so. and uh, yeah. you know he'll be you'll you'll make him feel good uh, <laughs> knowing that <laughs> Yeah, I, I've I've sent back and forth a few emails with him already, and especially like thanking him for for what his work has done, even if it's uh, not necessarily the intention of it. But uh, well, next next time you do that, tell him that you know me, and he'll never respond to you again. <laughs> <laughs> so, Cody, let me let me uh, in your introduction, you talked a little bit about your your conscious decision to move into black and white or monochrome photography what talk to me a little bit about that because generally you know a lot of and i hate to be ageist and all that but a lot of a lot of younger folks are are very technicolor and everything to the extreme and to the max and but you you dialed that all back and went black and white yeah so my biggest inspiration in terms of photographers who are no longer alive or with us uh, was Ansel Adams. And I mean, that's the inspiration of just about every landscape photographer uh, living today, it seems. Um, So it was his work uh, that really pushed me to try black and white. And also the fact that I can never seem to get my colors how I wanted to get them. And I struggled with it a lot more, but I was able to see texture and I'm able to see form um, and contrast better than color in a uh, in an artistic manner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think you know the Jack. Jack and I have talked about this a lot too. I think both he and I we shoot far more black and white these days than we ever have before in the past and and 
you know, as I talk more about shooting black and white, I realize how sometimes distracting color can be just in an image in general and how shooting black and white is um, far more, for me, it's more artistically satisfying because it's really about composition and storytelling using pattern, texture, and shape. And, and and stripping away the color gets down to more of that true artistic voice, in my opinion. And and that's why that's why I like a lot of your work. I can see the the artistry and the thoughtful compositions coming through in it. Yeah, the other thing too is like you go on Instagram or you go look up any photography platform, and you're going to see color all over. Yeah, and. It, it's so saturated today. Every slider with, went to the right. Yep. Yep. And so trying to get away from that and trying to go into your own little niche of black and white. I mean, it, the downside to it is that not as many people seem to appreciate it, at least as openly as they appreciate color, because color draws the eye quick and you're able to just, it screams at you. Whereas black and white typically is more of a uh, whisper. Uh, well put well put yeah cody have you uh, figured out who cole thompson is yet i've talked to him before too uh i actually have one of his prints in my closet that i need to get a uh, a frame for so yes john cody I'm, no cody, I'm cody's, cody's got it down yeah <laughs> yeah cole's one of the finest black and white monochrome photographers i've ever met yeah, he definitely is very uh, has some very beautiful work to him. And yeah, definitely yeah. the his photographic celibacy, his article is uh, definitely <laughs> shifted my mindset too. Although yeah. I I couldn't be nearly as dedicated to to that thought process as he is. Well, I don't think that he figured that out um, overnight. I think that was more of a process in in uh, in. In in his photographic, you know, growth, uh, right? And you know, a lot of this just comes. It, it you know, it just happens over periods of time. You know, one of the things I'm looking at your 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 work is the you know really the use of your shadows um, to bring out really what you want to bring out in in the images. It's it's really remarkable and really 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 good what what are you using in terms of um, film right now i'm using uh oford fp4 plus is, is that currently available is yes. that currently available film yep it's a little bit less contrasty than what uh delta is because i used delta for a little while mm-hmm. but then uh Really, the change was caused by the fact that, at the time at least, FP4 Plus was about five bucks cheaper for a pack of 25. <laughs> so I figured, you know what, we're going to give this one a try. Is, are most of your images shot in Europe, or have you gotten out uh, into some other areas? Uh, most of it's local. Uh, a lot of the photographs that I take are within about two hours from my house. Um, but I've gone down to uh, South Carolina, a girlfriend, and I did a trip down there for about a week. Uh, I've gone to um, 
up to Acadia just recently. And we also did a camping trip this year out to uh, Western Pennsylvania for just a long weekend. Mm-hmm. But yeah, mo- the majority of it's within, like I said, about two hours from my house. Which proves the point. You don't have to travel far to make great art. Oh, no. I can just looking outside now. I mean, where I live is back in like the countryside area. So uh, just seeing like the farms too, even even though it's not a, as landscape nature-esque as what a lot of people look at, you can still make some great some great work out there what what when you um when you first got into photography i mean what why photography and why not something like music or some other form of art it was it was what what drew you into 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 the photography end of things i had some experience with it before so i in middle school i had taken a uh, photography class and that was why I think I was able to grasp onto the uh, technical side of things so quickly and really nail down exposure and all that. Um, but at the end of the day, too, it was it's easy. It's easy to get into and easy to get into quick. It's not like you have to spend uh, every night practicing guitar in order to, to play the songs that you want. You can go out and take a photograph. I can get- vouch for that. You can get something pretty decent, at least, uh, almost right off the bat. Then, then what? <laughs> you know, it's easier yeah. to take a photograph. It's, it's not, it's not easy. A guy and I talked to, in fact, John and the three of us talked about this in, in the podcast and stuff. Now, um, you know, training your your eye and brain to see the way everybody sees different, but to see the way you want to see that, that gets a, that's a period of time and, and, and practice, you know, and um, it's, it's easy to make a photograph, but it takes years of practice to start making art. Yeah, it does. It really does. Really, really does. Well, John, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just blown away. (laughs) You know, I'm glad that at least there's one person. I'm sure there's more than one. We're going to find some more to talk talk to here, that that kind of, you know, would rather go, you know, out and enjoy, you know, um, the places we get to go than walking through a shopping mall, um, you know, wasting time. You know, it's a so, Cody, let me let me, or let's actually change change the topic just a little bit. Uh, we were we were talking before the program started, and and uh, talking about just uh, Cody's age, really, and and the the youth or that generation compared to, let's say, Jack and I, who are you know older than dirt in a way, and just this concept of of getting newer younger folks interested in this genre of photography and what new eyes can bring to landscape photography which which may or may not be different than what jack sees or what i see or what kelby sees or what guy sees and you know as a 
what can you touch on that just real quick, Cody? You know, as a as a younger person in this in this niche of photography, what do you think that your age kind of brings you brings with you into this into this photography? Yeah, um, just a. I mean, this goes with everybody. Like everybody brings a different perspective to photography to art. And I think the biggest thing that I have because of being so young is I'm still learning about the world and how society and how the world works as it's constantly shifting and changing. And I think that can bring an influence to my, uh, to my photography. But I also think that like, right now you see a lot of people out there, a lot of photographers who are making a shift away from the grand visas of the world away from uh, going out and getting like the trophy shots as much as uh, as there used to be. So I think the the allure of, of the intimate photograph is uh, much stronger than it ever was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is where kind of you focused a little bit is is a little bit more on sort of intimate nature scenes instead of the Grand mm-hmm. Vistas. Yeah, and I, I mean, my focus on intimacies was more forced because in Pennsylvania the greatest uh, vistas that we have are uh, waterfall based or rolling hills and while for the first maybe two years, three years of my uh, photographic journey I was really focused heavily on waterfalls I got bored of them Uh, just just hiking to see a waterfall and then going home after getting a photograph, it was one of those deals where, all right, now now what do I do for the rest of my, the rest of the eight hours of my day? Yeah. Because I spent two hours going to quickly photograph a waterfall and come home. There's no enjoyment to it. Yeah. I kind I kind of have to laugh. I was talking to somebody the other day, and I you know I live thirty minutes outside of the Columbia River Gorge, which has some of the most spectacular waterfalls in the country. I'm bored with it. I'm done with them. You know, in a way, I'm kind of going through that phase now where I'm I'm bored with waterfalls. I I just it's funny how you can get bored with that and and that. But sometimes that don't get me wrong. When you shoot something to death, um, it drives you into new creative areas, which is what happened with you. Well, the other thing too, John, and I I think what Cody's trying to say as well. You know, I lived. I lived in Ohio. I, I, you know, I lived in Ohio for a number of years, ran workshops there. I lived in Illinois prior to that for a couple of years. And, uh, I grew up, you know, in the, in the East coast, I wasn't playing with photography back then, but, but you know, when you come out to the West, um, it's a little different. You have to, when you live East of the Mississippi, I, I think, if you could become a good photographer in that area, you, you learn to see, you learn to look at things. You learn to, you have to, it's, you don't have the, you don't have the, the huge mountains and the, 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 the big skies and that kind of thing that you have out here. Um, and I, if you look at some of the masters, you know, you had guys like uh, John Shaw and Larry West and, um, even, you know, Rod Planks and, and, 
and so many great photographers that that really cut their teeth in the Midwest and the East. Um, there's something to be said for living in that uh, in that environment. Um, I have one question as well, and then I think I'm going to turn it over to John for to to to, to uh, finish up here. Where, Cody, do you have any idea where you want to be, or what? what do you have any? Everybody's got to have a plan. Do you have any kind of a plan, and you know, or are you just going to let things go where they go? Uh, at this point, I. I've got some things that I'm working on, uh, a lot more uh, writing projects that I want to get started and get going, especially around uh, how to find meaning in photography and, and art and in life in general. Um, but past that, I've just kind of gone with the flow, seeing where things go and uh, throwing some pitches out there and seeing what all comes back to me. Well, I got to tell you, I think that you have a, a good... Uh, you know, you're, I don't think you're walking around saying, well, I want to be like this person or I want to be like that person. So many people get in that rut, you know, and they, 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 they just want to emulate things and people and it can really be, uh, can really curtail your creative, uh, creative creativity quite a bit, you know, Uh, John, for example, John, John's been trying to be me for years. <laughs> I know. I'm, you know. I'm not there yet. John, 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 enough about me. Let's talk about you. What, what do you think about me? <laughs> that's the thing before the I'm just blown away that we have a 23-year-old I know. person making this great art, you know, know. and it really is kind of reinstilling my uh, hope here. So that's a good thing. Me as well. Well, so let me let me kind of change the subject here real quick. Cody and I had talked a little bit before the uh, before we started recording this uh, a couple of days ago, and and we're um, you know he touched on it briefly during his introduction, but this this topic of mental health, and I don't want to be a downer for people because mental health isn't it, it does not have to have a negative connotation, even when things are going well you can still do a lot of things to make things even better. Mental health is a positive thing. It's like physical health. It's like spiritual health. It's like, you know, it's, it's any other health. It's doesn't necessarily have to have a bad connotation. And Cody, you just mentioned um, about one of the projects you're working on about finding some meaning in art and meaning in life and, and, can you talk a little bit about your journey and how photography has helped you navigate the world and see the world through fresher eyes and, and um, how it's just helped you? Yeah. Like I mentioned in my introduction briefly, um, I got into photography because I was going through uh, bouts of depression and anxiety that, uh, it was all very new to me, something that uh, just kind of came to fruition quite quickly. Um, even though in hindsight, I uh, I should have and could have seen it coming had I known more about it. But, it could be uh, scary. It could be very scary. Oh, yeah. But uh, I picked up photography and 
I started to use it as a way to express myself and to to give me a hobby where I wasn't somewhere where I wasn't always in my head. And that's really where the help came from it. And then once I got into nature photography, just being out in nature and there's study after study about all of this uh, and how helpful just being stepping out and going for a 10, 15 minute walk out in nature can be for your mental health. And that was really what, uh, what helps me the most with it. I just think that, uh, especially with artists, there are plenty of cases where like depression, anxiety, mental health in general, um, runs quite deep. Like you look at artists like Van Gogh, who, uh, was very bad with his mental health. Um, and I've read reports of him having, uh, drank paint because of trying to commit suicide unfortunately um, you look at someone like Salvador Dali and when he went to Paris uh, he was so over mentally overwhelmed that he couldn't function but and these days now that we're getting some better awareness for it there I think there needs to be a conversation about it especially in the uh, in the photography industry and how photography or art in general even can help those who are starting to suffer from mental health uh, illnesses so to speak and how that uh how they can get better for the use of art and nature especially yeah you know it's it's amazing thing you know cody you don't know this but you know my background um before photography was in music i have a degree in music uh, from Indiana University and and played professionally for many, many, many years. I listened to a lot of jazz and a lot of classical music. And I could go, go down the list of great composers and great musicians who went through the same thing. The mm-hmm. Chet Bakers and the, the, the Mahlers and, uh, you know, uh, it, it won't say that it's um, common, but I'll tell you what, for people who don't know it, it's a lot more common than anybody knows. It's, it's, it, it, uh, I think that artists are more uh, prone to be sensitive, and maybe that sensitive thing brings out different, different feelings internally that that we have to deal with i'm not saying we're better or worse than anybody else that's not the point but uh, you know we're we're pretty intense people and that intensity man it could it could kick you in the ass if you're not careful yeah 100 percent. you know it's uh it's it's really amazing but you're to be commended and um you know, why don't, uh, Cody, you know, and tell everybody how they can find your work. And do you sell any of your prints yet? Or are you looking to sell any? Are you, are you doing um, any kind of any kind of uh, print sales or what have you? Uh, right now, I'm just doing a couple of uh, print trades with uh, different artists. Uh, I haven't really gotten around to putting anything on sale for my website, uh, especially now that I've been starting to work a little bit more in my uh, homemade Edward Weston style darkroom, uh, trying that out. But eventually 
I will definitely be adding some prints to my website. So uh, that's the easiest way to find me right now because I'm not sure uh, with my Twitter. I'm on there at I am Cody Schultz, but not sure how long I'll be on there. Um, so yeah, website's easiest. Just CodySchultz.com. That's C O D Y S C H U L T Z. And John will have all this up, folks. Um, and I really encourage everybody to look into this uh, this young man. Um, congratulations for for having having the foresight to do what you are doing. It's it's really great. Yes, makes me feel both. good. We feel good. It does. So, and, John, what do you think? Well, I think we're. I think I'm thoroughly impressed and thoroughly energized, thanks to you, Cody. For sure. <laughs> I think we're going to find out, John, that there's more Codys around than we know. I hope. Yep. And yep, uh, I think so. I got uh, a few on my list already, but it's. Uh, yeah, there's so much creativity and and wonder out there, and and especially you know if you've been doing this for a while, sometimes I'll speak for myself. Sometimes I get a little bit jaded, you know, and it's kind of like, oh yeah, 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 seen that, you know, been there, done that, seen that, seen that, mm-hmm. and to to make an effort to introduce myself to fresh perspectives and fresh people that aren't jaded, it is a it's a you know, it's a good thing for, for the people, I think, that, that I meet, but it's a great thing for me because it shakes me out of whatever whatever funk I might have been in, in a way. it it It's just a breath of creative life into my world, which is, which is fantastic. And so that would be maybe the one encouragement I would give everybody is seek out seek out new artists look at something new don't keep looking at the same old stuff and the same old people find new folks and you may get a spark of inspiration for your own work perhaps well you know um i i i think we i i just think the it's it's a breath of fresh air to me forget the quality of the work it's really good but the, having somebody having the attitude to uh, and the, uh, the 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 temperament and the patience to, to go out with a large format camera at age twenty three and take two three frames a day, uh, we ought to tell that to John. Remind me, remind us, tell our folks in Alaska next September when they come back. With eight thousand frames, day out with the bear with five to eight thousand frames. <laughs> I yep. couldn't imagine that. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, um, there's a great photographer that I'm gonna, and we we need to get him on here. John is uh, Len Rue Jr. and he doesn't live too far from you, Cody. His father was Len Rue Senior, who's about in his nineties now. I think he's about ninety five, but he um, he was one of the world's greatest wildlife photographers back in the film days, pre-digital. Um, and, you know, and he was another one that had the foresight from a very young age to do kind of in the same thing that you're doing, but in, of course, in a different area. So anyhow, I, I'm, I'm, I'm impressed. I'm, I'm happy. And I'm so thankful that, that we had you on here and, 
we'll have to get you back on here. Maybe it'd be fun to do a do a uh, like a four or five way podcast with Cody and Guy and Michael and you and I, John. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. Well, I would love that actually. Maybe maybe we could put together here in a couple couple months, yep. depending yeah. on everybody's schedule. Yeah, I'll definitely make that work. I'd love to uh, be on, especially with people like uh, Guy and Michael. They're great. Yeah, yeah, no, and and they are. Um, Cody, do you, do you have any show? Are you doing any shows, or, or is your is your stuff out anywhere that, that people can, other than the internet and in, in your area, can see? There's a lot, you know, there's a lot of people listen to us uh, on the East Coast. Uh, no, not currently. Um, I'm waiting to hear back about a an exhibition down in uh, South Carolina, but uh, mm-hmm. as of as of right now, I don't have anything, any shows or anything going on. Um, if I do, though, sign up for my newsletter. I'll shoot the uh, I email just out did. there. there I go. just did. Appreciate I that. Did. <laughs> well, fantastic, Cody. Thank you so much for being here. Um, and, folks, again, it's CodySchultz.com. Um, please get a look at his work. John, any final thoughts? I'll let you put a nail in this uh, podcast. Bang, bang, bang. There's a nail. No, actually uh, doing really well, Cody. Thank you again. It's been a pleasure talking to you before this show, and I look forward to staying connected with you and talking in the future. So thank you for being here. Yes, likewise. Thank you, guys. Excellent. Well, We'll have you back. So folks out there in podcast land, check out uh, wetalkphoto.com for show notes and links to his websites. And if you have any questions, comments, suggestions, uh, wetalkphoto at gmail.com. And otherwise, have a fantastic day and stay tuned for the next episode. Take care, folks. Bye-bye. So long.